What's up, everybody? It's your girl, D. Woods. And I'm Mia. And we are the, the Taurus Sisters. Sisters. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition and another week of the Taurus Sisters. I hope y'all enjoyed last week's episode. Um, well, you know, it was sad, but we, we got through it the best <laughs> way we knew how. Um, yeah, so this week was uh, busy as fuck for me. Um, I was all over the place. I feel like I was pulled in so many different directions from it it was Dallas startup week this week and I just felt uh pulled in many directions (laughs) I would say that um and I think I think this week I learned some lessons and I did some things and I had some growth in there so so this week was about growth for me I think um Mm -hmm. but uh that's that's pretty much it I didn't I didn't attend any fun events I would say (laughs) Gotcha. How's your um, 75 day challenge going? It's going well. It's going well. It's going very well. Yeah, I saw you um, online doing some, I don't know, the thing with the wheel and the The handles. The ab thing. There you go. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Oh, it's not even, to me, the 75 day challenge isn't that as difficult as it's set out. I think Mm -hmm. the the issue is the water is probably the most difficult, not Mm -hmm. the working out. The working out is not that not that hard because, mm-hmm. you know, once you get out there and do it, you do it. And right. whatever you do, like one day I did like deep stretch yoga mm-hmm. um, here at, at the house. So I think like it's not the working out. It's like the, all, all the other shit, like reading the 10 pages mm-hmm. and like doing all the other stuff. So but hey, it's been going well. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how's your week been? <laughs> well, first, let's say um, I have still not had any meat. Okay. I did have alcohol. Okay. But I didn't do any of the other stuff. Okay. Um, I have worked out every day and it's been wonderful. The weather has been so nice. Um, it only rains uh, all weekend. <laughs> well, not in my area. Oh. It didn't rain all weekend. Like, and even with it being a little drizzly, I was still able to go outside until uh, like it c- kind of started storming. Yeah. Um, later on, but it wasn't too bad. My week was actually great. Um, Yes, we attended Dallas Startup, so it was cool to see you there. Um, and then, let's see, what else? Oh, happy birthday to Jazz. So we went out on Saturday. She is the reason why I drank. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got to resist them. You got to resist those. Well, yeah, but we were celebrating. Like, we needed to celebrate a whole lot. And, mm-hmm. again, I made it through with no meat. And when you drink, you want to eat. Fried food. Right. And I did not. So, happy for you yes um but i did go to the women's innovation summit Uh and so this will kind of go into the whole sister to sister um part as well because we want to highlight some black entrepreneurs um black female entrepreneurs i should say that um just really kind of have different conversations along with having a listener letters too. Mm-hmm. But I went to the women's innovation summit and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I have never been so fed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned about it um, after you had posted um, the Dallas startup week. And then I opened it up on, uh, cause it was on Wednesday of last week. And so I opened up the notif- or information to mm-hmm. people on Instagram. And I was like, Hey, I'm looking for black female entrepreneurs in Dallas who are available from eight to five. Mm-hmm. And, um, I hit up one girl that I knew and, um, well, I didn't know her, but I knew of her because we are products were in the same company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, all right, cool. You know, let me hit you up. And I said, Hey, are you free? Um, on Wednesday, she was like, matter of fact, I took a half day off. Let me see if I can take, um, some more time off. So I was like, Oh, perfect. And then another girl hit me up. Um, and she was like, Hey, I'm free. What's going on? So I was yeah. like, I want you to come to this event. It's a free event. Um, and just come, just get some knowledge. Right. Yeah. So shout out to, um, to Quisia. She is the owner of naturally yours co. She has, um, bath and body products. Uh, she does candles. She has bath bombs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if she has body oils, but I know she has like bath scrubs. And then um, Jessica, she's the owner of Sister Boxes. And what Sister Boxes does is they actually take um, small female entrepreneur brands mm-hmm. and they purchase product for them. And then they put it in a subscription box. Mm-hmm. And then their members will get the subscription box every month. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things was that we were having a conversation. She had four people that she knew that came in, but none of them had told her about this event. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are we really keeping knowledge? from the people that we're around um, when you know it's like hey just kind of let somebody know something like what's for you is for you but spreading that knowledge is not going to 
pull down someone else. Um, it's not going to lower your frequency. It's not going to like give away the information that you have just right. because they learned it too, because we're processing things differently. Mm. But what I've noticed is that, you know, a lot of times we have these empowerment things for women, but then there's not really any type of connection that, that happens after that. Right? right. So you want to sit down and you want to talk about, yes, black women, this black empowerment, you know, whatever, but are we really doing ourselves a disservice right. when we're not really including people? And it's, it was so many black women that were there. Right. But a lot of them were there by themselves. Yeah. And it's like, I know that you have people in your space mm-hmm. that, yeah, just maybe if you found out about it, it could have been last minute, whatever. But it's like, yo, tell somebody. Yeah. Because when you tell them and you get all of this different knowledge, it's like, yo, we are now able to build our circle mm-hmm. and we're able to say, yo, like, let's all lift each other up. Let's be accountable. Right. Um, because now I got the same information that you got and now we're going to apply it. Right. Now that's how you build your tribe. That's how you build your village around. And, um, one of the uh, things that um, so Susie Batiste was there. Susie Batiste is the owner of Poopery. Mm-hmm. Um, yo, her talk is amazing. I need to see if she's on TED Talk. Were you there for her? Uh, no, I I missed it. Okay, well, so one, she did her talk with no shoes on, right? And her just her whole vibe. She said she took a four year spiritual sabbatical mm-hmm. and she read all these different books. And she was like, I just after I came out of that, like, I didn't want to work. I didn't yeah. want to do nothing. She was like, I just want to be like this spiritually free animal. But she was so in tune. Yeah. And she was you could tell she was super passionate about what she did. Mm-hmm. And it just showed me like, I'm going to be on that stage one day. Yeah. Like, I know that I'm going to have that same passion. I'm going to be able to be in this space. So that yeah. was that was dope. And then to see other black women that was there. I was surprised to see as many black women that were there. Mm-hmm. Um, it just really was. But what kind of got to me, and then I'll, I'll let you, you know, let me know as far as what your thoughts are on the, the whole empowerment thing. But when we were all sitting down and they had lunch, n- to see like people not really intermingle I guess because I'm so like black everything like I want to get to know you I want to network with you Mm -hmm. like when I walk past I want to speak to you and I'm gonna compliment you and I'm gonna do all these things but it's Mm -hmm. like we here for the same thing like we're both entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. so why are you not like reaching out and being like oh cool what do you do with this this and like it just wasn't happening Mm -hmm. and that was a little bit of a disappointment for Mm me Mm -hmm. um not to say that I didn't meet some incredible black women the ones who were Mm -hmm. able to do that but then there were just some that was like nah I'm good like hey how you doing and just kind of keep walking but it's like I want to know everything about your brand your business yeah can we follow each other? Like, let's have these conversations and let's really be like, all right, bet. Now I know this person. I can go down my Rolodex and be like, all right, yeah, I know Sally and Sally got this business and I can call her if I know of something that's going on. And any event that I do, these women, I'm like, yo, have you applied for this? You want to go have on the table? Like what you want to do? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. So tell me, I guess what your thoughts are on the whole empowerment thing. I may be in my feelings. (laughs) about it um so i attended the same event that mia did only by i was gonna miss it uh but my client actually kind of suggested that i should show up it was it to me it was forced almost she was mm-hmm. just like you know you should be here and i was like fuck i can't say no so mm-hmm. um and that was Wednesday and Wednesdays are my days. And right. Uh, and that's why I didn't ask you because I know um, Wednesdays, Wednesdays are your days. Well, I was in the office anyway, oh, but okay. I was supposed to, I was supposed to get some work done and mm-hmm. I think it was, it was all right. Um, what happened happened. Um, however, the event was as expected. Um, be just because I've been in, I've been in the world thus far, mm-hmm. um, this year and women, women are around so many men that are like dog eat dog that collaboration if you're not if you're not where they are or they don't know that you can truly offer so if they haven't heard of you they're not initially going to collaborate with Mm -hmm. you um i'm thankful that obviously my client she's a black woman and i i I introduced you together so um and i i don't know i just had a sense of that you were there um i didn't know that that's where you were specifically Mm -hmm. because Dallas Startup Week, if y'all don't know, is uh, a bunch of um, kind of TED Talks happening everywhere, <laughs> yeah. essentially. So somebody's on stage, somebody's giving a course or, uh, you know, just a breakdown, and they're just talking and speaking to their specific industry. So um, it's happening 
at all events where I was working. They had, you know, it was all day. So um, all of these hotels, venues, whatever, they had these things going on. So um, I just seen a, a bunch of women and they all, they, yeah, it was, it seemed like all the conversations was either forced or they came with their girl or they were trying to pitch or, you know, they weren't, they, people weren't there if you couldn't benefit them, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that, um, I think that as women, when we're in the world with men, we act accordingly. I mean, even if, even if we're in a room full of women, uh, it's just, I think it's just that level when you get there, like that level, and you could stay true to yourself, but at that level, that's how they move. That's how they move. If you, if they don't know you from someone else, it's hard for them to come out of that. Like they gotta, they gotta, somebody had, had to have tell them about what you do mm -hmm. for them to want something from you. And it sucks, but I think that, um, it's just like, it's just like if, if you've been backstabbed and you've been through whatever, you only gonna think about yourself and you only gonna think about the people that can benefit you. And I don't think like networking um, at this specific venue was what the purpose was for, you know? Like, I think it was like an individual thing. Like, uh, I don't think people were there to truly network. Well, so they had a networking bar and you put your business card in um, and then you were to like set up, you know, a, a conversation. Mm -hmm. So basically you did like a business card exchange. Mm -hmm. So you put your business card in a, in a little envelope uh -huh. and then that was in the morning. And then right. at lunch or after that, you would go around and you would pick out another card. Uh -huh. um, and so that was one of the things that I was like, oh, this is, you know, this is dope. This is interesting. Yeah. Um, and so I haven't heard back from my person. I'm going to reach out to mine actually this week, but I think there was, was definitely a lot of things that were going on. Yeah. Um, but it's just like as budding entrepreneurs, as just people in general, like mm -hmm. this is how networking is how you find friends. Networking is how you find your tribe. Like right. it's just so many different things. And as I've grown older and as I've gotten more confident in myself where I can have certain type of conversations, I have different pockets and groups of friends mm -hmm. where I'm like, yo, these are the women that I know if I need X, Y, and Z, I can go to them. Mm -hmm. These are the women that I know that are also doing their startups that I'm like, yo, we have to be mm -hmm. accountable. Like, you know, something let me right, know. I know right. something I'm gonna let you know, right. because it's all about it's all about the black woman. It's like mm -hmm. empowering us and truly empowering. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that happened to me, which was so crazy, um, a girl found me. She walked past me and I was sitting down. Um, and they were about to start another uh, topic. And so she whispered in my ear, she said, that glow oil is amazing. And I was, I looked up at her and I'm thinking like, maybe I knew who she was. Mm -hmm. No idea who this girl was. Yeah. And I was like, you, you got my oil? She was like, yeah, it was in the trap yoga event that Taylor ended up putting on mm -hmm. last July. Yeah. Now, July was the first time that I put my product in a, a swag bag for anybody. Like I had. I thought it was the event that I didn't go to. Was it Trap Yoga? Uh, yeah, it I was Trap Yoga. The you other weren't thing. there. I thought it was the other thing. The 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 women's brunch thing. That you didn't have product then. No. Oh, okay. No, and so like I used to tell people like I'm the owner of Zen Skin. Like I have a skincare business. Yeah. I had one product, but okay. I owned that shit. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like because that's what you have to do. You have to own it. And but that was in January when I started. January 2018 is when I was like hey this is this is my business july 2018 was when i ended up putting it in the swag bag for a tailor and yeah. then december's when i officially picked it up so this girl was like yeah i got it from that event and i don't know if i may have had a conversation with her but who i am is who i am like who you hear on the podcast who mm -hmm. you see in person like this is just me right and i'm like i don't know what i told this girl mm -hmm. but i'm much appreciative because you saw me in a room full of people i didn't have on my my zen skin shirt like right. i didn't have on anything that right. stood you know that right. i stood out right. with um, but it's just like that means something that means that like that networking it works yeah it just works and she was like yo hit me up because we have to have some more conversations mm -hmm. bet yeah you know but it's like we're really I just feel like we're doing this disservice that we're not able to to walk in that purpose and then acknowledging our higher purpose which we're getting into the, the actual conversation mm -hmm. it's like it's so much more that's greater than us and I tell people all the time we're here to serve each other mm -hmm. We're not here for ourselves. Mm -hmm. so. I think that it, at, it's because it's, I can see both sides. So right. it's hard for me to be like, you know, don't because because I'm on a mission. And if my mission is to just be is just to be fed, then I'm not. 
And that's what I'm saying is that I don't think people were there to network. Like, I literally think that they were there to hear speakers for themselves and not really pitch their or not even pitch, but like really commingle because I really I met a lawyer in the bathroom. But that's because. I, yeah. Anyways, that I, I've <laughs> the, the type of person I am. It's probably that person that'll meet somebody and have a they had a line. So we was just talking about we was actually talking about uh, skincare. Mm-hmm. So that that's what led to me introducing you to my client. Oh, OK. Was because in the bathroom, I was just like, oh, she recommended that I do this and do that. You know, so um, but she's here and I'm going to introduce you to her. So uh, and then the lady was like, girl, you ain't. She was a white lady. She was like, you ain't got nothing to worry about. She was like, you were like 15. Like, you ain't got nothing to worry about. She was like, wait till you get 40. The acne doesn't stop. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. So then I found out she was a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, you always need a lawyer, people. Mm-hmm. You always need a good lawyer, especially one that that's witty as mm-hmm. her. Um, but I don't think that that's... So I think it's, it's both. I think that we should network across... And, you know, obviously we're all there. We're all trying to be fed. But I do think that there should be some type of connection pieces happening. However, I know what it's like to just be there for you and like be zoned out. Because I think when you I think when you get to a level like you only see you, you only see what's how you can frame and mold your company and your life. And like if nothing if this doesn't serve you. Cause I even am, I even got to a point where I'm like I'm tired of talking to people. I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want I don't want no more clients. I don't want to I don't nothing. I just want to just focus on this. So mm-hmm. like I don't want to go in places where I got to meet more people and I got to say no. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was the vibe. Cause when I came in it was like lunchtime. So I don't know what happened prior to yeah, that. You missed a lot, and then you left like right after. Cause I think the the talk that you end up coming on right. was like a technology one. Yeah, and that when it was born. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's what uh, my client was saying I just I left to go to a digital marketing mm-hmm. one so um which was interesting but yeah I I think you in your community you have to um you have to attend events events like this because you never know who you're going to meet um and if you don't know that's why I told that's why I said it here like it's Dallas startup week like and I'm not going to tell you what you got you got to go find the information like I didn't even know about the women's shit right so mm-hmm. like I think just putting it out there for people to be like yo let me see what the fuck this is about I have time let me go I knew you had time you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so like or I don't want to say it like that. I knew you was able to, if you could, go to some of these events. Yeah, no, I definitely rearranged my schedule. Right. But I think that, you know, a lot of the times we don't necessarily know about what's going on. Yeah. Um, Because I had no idea right. about it. And so that's why I'm like, I have to tell people. Right. Because I know that they may not know. Mm-hmm. If they're not tapped into a certain community, if mm-hmm. they're not following certain pages, mm-hmm. they wouldn't know about, you mm-hmm. know, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, w- I do want to get into the topic at hand that you, we, you were wanting to discuss the, the higher purpose and higher calling and, and what that looks like. So what does that look like for you? Um, I think so. I believe that we are in some weird way we are interconnected as people right and we are here to serve one another in some way shape or form I don't know if that is uh to highlight people or to um to bring them skincare or to help them physically emotionally mentally you know what I'm saying so like I do believe that we all have some purpose in life to serve others mm-hmm. um and if you if you think about the world in general and what you do, you have some some hand in helping uh, mold and carve out like a, a niche of people in the industry that you're in. Right. Right. So you help those people with your with your calling. Now, the thing is, is is is, is that is your purpose within that higher calling. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, my higher calling uh, I'm I'm not sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I think a higher calling in life is something bigger than yourself. Right. And that's the that. And that's the that's the most difficult thing is like because all you see is you every day and all you all you can all you can dissect is is am I am I being am I living my fullest life today? 
in attaining my higher calling? Like each day, am I getting closer and closer to the calling? Mm-hmm. Right. So um, that's kind of me. It's a it's a battle every day. It's like, OK, it, 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 is this the goal? Is this the goal that I'm trying to reach? Um, what about yourself? So do you think you do you think people have a higher calling in life? Oh, yeah. We all have a purpose. We're mm-hmm. all given a purpose. And if yeah. if anybody follows like the whole Zinskin, um, the Instagram page, like I put out affirmations every Monday. Yeah. And most of them are about finding your purpose and your calling because right. we have that. And I think that, you know, when you finally find your purpose, mm-hmm. it's like my life now has meaning. Mm-hmm. It's way more than just me. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, you know, people say you're not just meant to work and pay bills. Right. Like you're meant, everybody's meant to do something. Every, God has literally given you something that is for you specifically. Yeah. Whether it be monetary, may, whether it be, you know, whatever it may be. Because everything is not monetary. Yeah. It's just not. Um, Because people are, one of the ladies that was at the, the, um, the women's innovation uh, thing, her name is Keisha Whaley. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about what your purpose is. And she said, my purpose is to open doors. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I literally came across that because I didn't know what to put down. And I was standing there just opening these, this door for people that mm-hmm. were coming into this event. Yeah. And she said, and I stood there and I opened the door. Yeah. She said, when I sat back and thought about it, I meant to bring people into this space and her job is brass brass stacks yeah mm-hmm. um they bring in people and they give them you know job yeah. opportunities mm-hmm. and so she's like keisha right keisha uh-huh keisha yeah, she, she uh has an office at where well, she had an office where we work oh really yeah. yeah so she was like this is what i was meant to do mm-hmm. and it just kind of all makes sense of like yo this is it and mm-hmm. i think we have been given and we do things um daily that we don't really recognize as our purpose Mm -hmm. and we have been kind of like trained so like some people I'll just give an instance for myself is from I always used to just give confidence and boost up people and like oh let me get your skin together let's do this because if you feel better this way and I never looked at it as like this is my purpose right and never. Right. But then it was like, this is just a passion. But sometimes your passion is also your purpose right. once you put things together. Right. Um, and then once I started to really sit down and was like, yo, this is really working. Right. Like people are really enjoying this. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to not just do this for me, but it's for other people. Mm-hmm. And they're getting something from it. Yeah. And it was like, boom, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um, But we are, we've been groomed for it. Right. We've definitely been groomed for it. Right. I think that. I think I think you're 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 spot on like um, not all the time that you're calling or your passion and your purpose are hand in hand. Right. Mm -hmm. For you, you're blessed. Right. Right. Because something that you're passionate about is something that is your purpose, because I know there's a lot of people walking around here that's doing their purpose. But they they sometimes you have to fall into the passion. Right. Right. You can't Mm -hmm. your purpose can can come into passion when you know what you're doing in life and you know who you're serving and you know who you're you're helping in general. Like it it's but it's it's still difficult. Like, do you feel like do you think you found your calling? You think what you're doing right now is is your purpose in life? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I say that because I could do this and not gain any money. Mm hmm. I could do this for free. Yeah. I've done it for free for years. Right. Um, I could do this and it bring me, it brings me the most joy. Mm-hmm. And this is the one thing that's keeping me from really looking at it and being like, yo, uh, yo, light bill do, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm not thinking about yeah. the bills that yeah. I have to pay. I'm yeah. not thinking about those things. I'm literally thinking about how can I make this next woman or man better? Yeah. How can I bring them more confidence? How can I bring them, you know, just them feeling good about themselves? Yeah. How can I spread this positivity across the people? Right. And that like that was it. And it's like, what what can you do that I'm, I'm reading this article right now? Um, it's, it says seven strange questions that help you find your life purpose. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the question is. um what is true about you today that will make your eight year old self cry? And we lose our imagination. We lose a lot of different things, but it's like, if you took that away mm-hmm. from you as a kid, like mm-hmm. how would that make you feel? Right. Um, and another question is what makes you forget to eat and poop? Like you do something that you love. Mm-hmm. 
like you can be talking to clients all day. You can be like, yo, I'm really passionate about this one mm-hmm. thing. Lunch meeting came. You be like, yo, I know I'm hungry, mm-hmm. but let me sip on this water because I'm really like, I just got to get this out. We just got to keep having these conversations. Right. Um, and those are the things that's like, yo, this matters. Yeah. And it's not your passion. Your purpose in life is never just for you. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you thinking it's like, oh, yeah, it's this. Mm-hmm. It's not. Right. That's true. <laughs> it's not. Yes, true. The passion, the passion part is the selfish part. The yeah. passion part is about you. The purpose is not at all about yourself. So, so within your purpose, have you? Um, how long would you say it, it took for you to really, truly, like, feel like you in your bag? Like, how long? How long is it? Are you are you immersed right now in your calling? Do you yes. feel? Okay. Yeah, I'm in. And, because I've I've always known that this is something that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and going back a few years, I was on, I did YouTube, like, makeup videos for a okay. while. And I got to a point where I was just like, this isn't it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was depressed because I had gone through a bad breakup. And I was just like, this isn't it. Like, I don't want any parts of this. Yeah. And I walked away from it. Mm-hmm. And then that's how this idea was born was like, it's, it's what's on the inside that matters. Right. It's not the outside it's not the makeup right so it's getting your actual skin together because you got to do it from the inside out you got to talk like speak life into yourself right and then the life comes out right Right. so it took me about four years from when I actually started doing videos to Mm -hmm. like not doing anything and then once I got fired from my job and in December I was like okay and even in December I was doing it solely for money right I was like I have this one product I finally got it out. Mm-hmm. Let me sell it to you. Right. And then God was like, yeah, but that ain't it. Mm-hmm. And I, that that first batch of product was like, oh, it was awful. Mm-hmm. People bought it. They still supported it. Yeah. And, but I had to correct it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, it's something more than just this. Like, I, I got to speak life into some other things. Yeah. And now four months in, I'm like, yo, this is everything. Yeah. This is everything. So what about you? Because I know you, you have your hand in a lot of things. And I was actually, you were heavy on my mind this morning um, because I know that you're doing a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, but once you do so much, mm-hmm. at some point, everything is going to fall apart because yeah. you just, your hands are everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I know like Wednesday, yeah, Wednesdays are your days, yeah. but it's like outside of the other additional six days, yeah. you're doing the the marketing you're doing the podcast you're you're producing another podcast yeah. and you gotta still got t- time for tati right and then you got other stuff and then you gotta find time for yourself and right. then you only get 24 hours on a wednesday but then you gotta take out some time to sleep like you gotta do all these different things yeah so it's like at what point now like where are you in finding my your calling role? yeah my or my role that's actually a good uh point i'm I don't have no fucking idea. <laughs> I really don't know. And I, I had a brainstorming session um, about a show that I'm um, trying to, I, I hate the word trying. I have a show that I am on my way to having, mm-hmm. right? And uh, the guy who I was having the talk with said that you, you don't want to spread yourself too thin. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that you don't want the audience that you have to be pulled in so many different directions. So you have, it does come a time where you have to figure out what you truly want to do. Now, with that being said, like, I don't think all the things that I do is difficult. It's about truly managing time. And um, I think a lot of the things that I'm doing are, I'm too involved in, gotcha. let me say that. Like, I, I don't think that, I think that the way like, you know, celebrities are, cause I mean, there's people that's doing exactly what I'm doing, Delegation. but right. And they have a team, they have people like they just come in and just, and just be the face really while there's like a whole fucking team of people doing right. it. So I'm really the team and the face of a lot of the things that I'm doing. And, and I mean, I know that, It'll work out. It'll work itself out. But I have been, I think for the past couple of weeks, probably like two and a half, three weeks, I have felt very pulled um, and not, and like I had to like slow down on Wednesdays mm-hmm. more so than anything. Um, and I was really disappointed this past Wednesday because, <laughs> and that's, that's, that's the day that I went because I had to go into the office. Not only did I have to go into the office, but I had to, I was literally being pulled from, so the client that you met mm-hmm. is her husband 
also wanted me to go somewhere else so when i left i had he wanted me to go somewhere else but i had i had just so much shit going on that day and never it didn't feel like a wednesday Mm -hmm. you know so i like had to come home and i came home and i went run and i just went run outside and i like had to hone in and like i've discovered that like if i wake up in the morning and i just go run outside and the path that i take and the 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 music that i listen to like it's a really um active meditation Mm -hmm. um and truly helps me because my purpose in calling i don't know if i'm in my bag yet Mm -hmm. which is good which is good which Mm -hmm. is really good for me it's like i'm passionate about what i'm doing but i'm i don't think it's truly my purpose yet like i think that i'm in i think i'm in the i'm i think i'm on my way like, I think I have to go through a lot of this stuff that I'm, I'm, I have my hands mm-hmm. in before I get to my, um, that's fair. my, my calling. Um, how do you think, how do you think you can, or let me ask you, how did mm-hmm. you tap into it? How did you tap into that? Were you forced because you, you got fired or did you, did you, did something just click for you? It, it really clicked for me mm-hmm. when and like I said, I've been doing this for years. Yeah. And I didn't recognize right. that was my thing. Yeah. Um, it was one of those where it was like I would do everything for people. And so I was sitting there and I was like, okay, every time somebody asks me on Facebook, like, oh, Mia, how did you get your skin to do this? How did you do this? And then people would say, oh, it's working. Um, that it was kind of like okay now you're building upon building yeah and then it just honestly set in for me this year Mm -hmm. where I was like yo this is this is everything that I have been building and working towards right it just all all the pieces literally fell together yeah and I never second guessed it Mm -hmm. like when I started it and I was like yo I'm committed to doing it yeah but sometimes like Every time God is going to literally say, okay, I had enough of you playing around. So I'm going to show you (laughs) what you need to do. That's fact. And that was, that was me being fired from my job. Yeah. I hated my job. I hated driving from Wiley to Frisco. I hated my manager and like hate is a strong word, but yo, I strongly disliked them. Yeah. Like I really strongly disliked them. And I was like, I'm, this is not it. And Mm -hmm. I knew it wasn't it because no matter how much money I got, I was never satisfied. No matter how much I could do for somebody, like I never felt like I was helping anybody. And I've always, I'm a helper. Yeah. I've always been like, I need to help people. That's where I get my most gratification from. Mm-hmm. So if I ever got into like my really down slumps, I would go and volunteer. Mm-hmm. And instantly I knew I'm fed. Yeah. Because people say, you know, if you're ever feeling bad, go help somebody else that's, that's worse than worse off than you are. Mm-hmm. And it's going to put everything into perspective, right? Mm-hmm. But that's just a psyche part of it. But I'm like, I want to do this every day. Mm-hmm. I want to help women every single day. Yeah. I want to be... Not just women. Yeah, not just women. Um, But women were... That was my focus. Like, that was my target group. Because yeah. I'm like, it's something about us that we are literally the backbone of the world. Yeah. And if women are not in a good space, men and children are not in a good space. So everything else is going to crumble. And I really hold us to a very high standard. Like I put women on the pedestal and it was just like, once it kind of really set in for me and God was like, let me sit you down and I'm going to show you better. I can tell you. Yeah. And that was it. Um, and, but it has not been easy. It's mm-hmm. not been an easy path because, like I said, this has been years yeah. of me going through things. You know, our, our story is already, already written, right? Um, moving from Atlanta to moving to Seattle to moving here. I would have never found and I would have I would have eventually been fired or whatever from a job yeah. and been able to do this. But I wouldn't have found the women I wouldn't have found you yeah. if I never came to Dallas. I wouldn't yeah. have found the the tribe that I needed. So mm-hmm. I'm like, everything happens for a reason, right. and we got to be okay with it. Right. But it's like recognizing those triggers, and I, and again, I ain't saying go quit your job today, at all. I am. I'm just playing. But you know, if you can afford it, do yeah. it. But a lot of times you can't really afford a lot of things. Yeah. Um. But I recognized, and I was like, yo, like I'm, I'm happy as hell. Yeah. I'm. Ha- I'm 
happy and I wake up with the joy yeah. um, of just knowing like I'm good. I'm helping women. Like yeah. it don't matter what happens. I've helped somebody today. Right. I don't know if I, I, I truly, I have no idea. Like I have no idea what I, what's in store for me. Like I've, I've yet to truly, I do. I think I'm going through this very ripped change of me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm being torn apart and, and I thought last year was like really changing, but I, I, I see that like, no, this is, that was just for me to get used to what's the next seven years of change right. for me. Like that was, that was for me to, to really like, I don't think I'm a, I, I think I'm back on the, the, the trajectory of like, I'm going to be in my bag probably what it, it'll be. I'll probably be like 30, 31. Like, I think that's when I'll be truly, truly in my bag because, um, no, I say that. Hopefully I make it there. But um, I I'm in a place right now where I, I'm ch- I'm changing so much and I'm not the person that I used to be. And it's very, a very uncomfortable situation mm-hmm. because I'm a creature of habit. Like I like I like my myself. I like my things. I like where I'm at. You know, there may be things I want to mm-hmm. change, but, you know, the, the way I'm ripping apart is so uncomfortable. It's like. And 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 the only way I can tap into that is just to to know that it's only making me better, right? Like the thirty five, yeah. like the thirty or the month of no meat March, um, really helped me, and it actually showed <laughs> TMI. It, I think we all only got like women listen to the podcast, right? <laughs> so um, I didn't see like physical changes, right? And I didn't see like. I don't know, like, like bowel move, like nothing truly changed right. until I had my period mm-hmm. and I didn't have you didn't cramp. No, yeah. I didn't cramp like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, of course I had a little cramp and I was irritable, but, um, but I, I was more tired, but I didn't cramp, which right. is crazy. Like I just, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, like no meat. This is what you do. This I'm with it. Fuck. I, I can't I can't go through the three days of fucking cramps. Like mm-hmm. that shit is whack, dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you just just don't eat meat, people. If you don't yeah, eat meat, it's, you, it's so much. It's so yeah, much. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um uh what is that? so what made you pull back? What what makes you pull back, if any, from your passion or purpose like what's what's because it's all it can't be all good right or is it all good is there anything that makes you pull back sometimes and makes you oh yeah I mean because we get in we get in our minds and mentally we're like (laughs) okay I I gotta pay this bill right right right. and I will I will tell y'all this manifestations and intentions are everything yeah (laughs) it just really is right you better be specific you have to be specific but I can say that I have been in positions where, and and I'm gonna be very very frank with y'all. I after starting in January, well, basically from February, February, March, and April, my rent had been late every month, mm-hmm. every month, and like last month for March, I was like, yo. I won't get my unemployment check until this day. March was a slow month for me in sales. Yeah. It was a great month as far as getting noticed, mm-hmm. but not as far as sales, right? Yeah. So I, my uh, leasing, the um, front office was like, okay, Mia, you know, let us know what's going on. Because I told him, I said, hey, I got to let go from my job in November. I'm working on my own business. And I just want to let you know, like, I'm getting the money and I'm getting my checks, but it's going to be late. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And so she sent me a notice and she was like, uh, you got to pay us. Like, let us know. And um, I said, well, I won't have my check until I think it was like the 16th. Mm-hmm. Rent is due on the third. Mm-hmm. They start processing evictions on like the 14th. Mm-hmm. I said, yo, listen, I got it. I already applied for the, the check. Like, cause you have to do a two week check in mm-hmm. on the 16th. Like I'll have the money. And she was like, okay, that's fine. And so literally as soon as I got the money, I, I sent it to him like early that morning. Mm-hmm. And that part makes me rethink. Mm-hmm. That part makes me go and be like, yo, I'm going to go and apply for a job. Yeah. That part makes me feel like, Am, what the heck am I doing? I have a 10 year old. You have a kid. Yeah. Right. It ain't just me. Right. I have a whole kid out here. Yeah. But at the same time, that part makes me go harder yeah so it's making me take more risk because i'm 
I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. Like, are you a risk taker? Like, when it comes to okay, I, I, <laughs> yeah, because you do like bungee jumping quit, and shit. I quit my job. No, you could, yeah, but I don't feel like that's necessarily taking a risk. It's like it is. It is. It is taking a risk, but it's like it's just you. So like oh, you're yeah. putting it back on yourself, right? Yeah. But the risk that I'm taking this summer, yeah, is like I've never even thought. Uh-huh. about this stuff yeah. i never even thought about mm-hmm. doing what i'm going to do for the summertime mm-hmm. and, and we'll let you guys know what's what's going on but mm-hmm. it's like those things that also make me very scared mm-hmm. also put fire under my tail to be like all right yeah you got to do this yeah. you don't have a choice right because even if you go get a job and i have to think about it like this even if i go get a job yeah if i apply today and today's monday if they review it by next week that's still another two weeks for an interview oh you won't get a job that's for a still month. right for an entire month and then you ain't gonna get no check for another so that's six weeks <laughs> that you imagine just what you job. could do in six weeks yeah. of just getting up and doing and walking in your purpose and again Purpose is not always monetary. Right. Walking in your purpose can say, you know what? I'm going to build a garden for these people because I'm yeah. now I'm doing something for someone else. Facts. Like I'm saving puppies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like right. that can be your purpose because it's what brings you joy. Right, 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 right. I, I feel that shit because, I mean, even risk, uh, you do take, I, I was just about to say that, like things are, if you don't have a, any responsibilities other than yourself, it's, mm-hmm. it's easy to me. To me, we are um we were in the same boat we're not in the same boat right um you have the responsibility of a 10 year old right um i couldn't imagine i don't i don't i honestly think it would have been super difficult if your child was younger like if your child was like three if if she was three um or two or one like it would have been difficult it would have been easier you think so it would have been easier because i would have been able to get government assistance that's it well you can't get government assistance because she's older why? Because it's not the same. They don't have the same plans. Uh, so getting um, food stamps <laughs> would have been easier because they uh, want to make sure like, hey, your kid is being fed. You get WIC and it's like, all right, cool. You get, you know, the, the basic necessities. Right. So you get um, daycare fees. Like you get all those different things. Yeah. I don't have that. Yeah. So it's like my food stamp card that I had that I got in January. Yeah. And they cut it off in March. Why? Because they said that I made too much money on unemployment. <laughs> I'm like, yo, it's unemployment. My rent takes up fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Out of an unemployment. Yeah. That I'm getting nine twelve every two weeks. That's crazy. I'm like, it literally it's only giving me enough for my rent and my car note. Mm. And I'm a very open person. You know what I'm saying? I'm very yeah, transparent. Yeah, yeah. But I and I was on the phone and I cried. Like yeah. I was boohoo crying when I called the lady because I was like, there is nothing else. Right. There was nothing else. So they don't equate your expenses to. She told me, she said, because of your rent, we even gave you an additional credit, but you still made too much. <laughs> I said, but I'm not making anything right it's unemployment right i have paid into this they they and they they're giving and you're giving me way less right so i'm like what but so it basically is saying you have to be dirt poor in order to get anything and technically yeah and so that's i'm like you know it would have definitely been a lot easier if she was younger um and she wouldn't have been eating as much right (laughs) you know what i'm saying like my kid is grown yeah. she is a she is a grown woman in that belly like right. she eat right so yeah that's I a whole nother adult yeah, right yeah so i'm like i have 20 dollars, and then i'm paying feminine care feminine products for two people <laughs> that ain't cheap you know what i'm saying like it's expensive <laughs> it is expensive which takes I, was, me, it's I like thought you was whole, gonna say the light bill this no <laughs> feminine products like it's I mean, expensive she just got a period like last last month do you know how expensive they are and because they're I'm going just saying, through just <laughs> listen i'm just saying it was just last month we went through an entire pay- i said ryan what are you doing what are you doing i don't need just but I'm, i get it i'm like if this is what's gonna make you feel comfortable uh-huh. you, that's fine what are you talking about because she's changing her pad like every 20 minutes and i'm like yo <laughs> But I'm like, I understand because you're like. Because you don't know how to sit and. You, right. It feels uncomfortable. Right. 
you are so like and, a wet diaper and, right and we talk about <laughs> smell you know what i'm saying she's never smelled like at all because i'm like yo make sure this is how you have to wash you gotta do all these different things but so for her she's just she's getting used to it so i'm like i don't blame you yeah but yo you expensive bro like you ain't using what i'm using yeah mine you know so it's just it's just different um are you um does the father help out in any way her dad helps out okay. but it is it's limited okay Okay. Um, as far as financial, okay. it is, and 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 that money literally goes towards her, food. Her, oh, food. Okay. Well, yeah. That's it. Like, yeah. or if she wants to do some things after mm-hmm. school, yeah. Like that's where that comes from. Yeah. And she's a very engaged. She's a very social kid, mm-hmm. and yeah. I feel like I don't want to. And here's that mother's guilt coming in. I don't want to change what you've been her used lifestyle. to doing, right? Because I made a decision to now go into business for myself. Now there are things where I'm like, yo, we can't do this. Yeah. But I still keep our every Friday routine where every Friday I order pizza. We have pizza once a week. Like that's her thing. Like, yeah. cause fast food is a gift. So it's okay. like, you're not getting it often. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I make sure that I keep that in, yeah. you know, she wants to do something. I'm like, all right, we'll still go on a little, you know, mommy daughter date. You love Starbucks. You should have your own car. Like Ryan has her own money. Yeah. But I'm like, during the summertime, you're going to need it. You want to do stuff with your friends. Take your own money. I'm not yeah. going to give you money if you ask to go somewhere with somebody. You right. got money. Right. But if I go to Starbucks and I give me something, I'm going to get you something. That's a $10, 12 bill. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just She's is. a whole human. She's a whole grown human. Um, And so that's why I'm like, you know, it's tough. The it's girl tough. just turned 10 and now she an adult. <laughs> Listen, she was an adult by eight. I paid $75 to get her hair done. And I was like, yo, this is your birthday gift. <laughs> this is your birthday gift. This is what you wanted. That's your gift. Uh, so the yeah. life of a mother. The life of a mom. But you know, it's it's one of those things like recognizing and walking in your passion. Um I started listening to Jesus and Jalof. Have you ever heard of it? Mm-mm. It's a podcast by um Levon, uh Yvonne Orgy or Yvonne Orgy. Yvonne Orgy, yeah. And Lovey Ojai. I don't know. The her boyfriend fiance? Uh, no, no, no. Her his name is Emmanuel. Oh. Lovey is um she you she blogs, uh. but she's like she does a blog called Awesomely Lovey. She has a mm-hmm. book, um, I'm judging you. Uh, she's she's dope but listening to that podcast they actually talk about walking in your purpose finding your purpose and there's so many gems that's in there okay and one of the things that i that stuck with me was like god gives everybody an idea right mm-hmm. and we all have these million dollar ideas mm-hmm. but we're only given a certain time to activate those ideas yeah. before they're lost or they're not in need or someone else has picked up on the idea like it's just not you gotta when it's given to you it's like all right if you want to sit on it think on it pray on it whatever you need to do yeah but you ain't gonna only have but so much time yeah to do it yeah and um it's like act acknowledging that and i want everybody to really if you have the time to just listen to it and they're pretty short episodes uh-huh. um but they give so much it's funny uh-huh. it's funny because they're both um nigerian uh-huh. but they have these conversations that's like, yo, these women literally came from the bottom up and yeah. they both tell their stories on how they've gotten to where they are. Yeah. Yvonne having, you know, landing her role on insecure, mm-hmm. her having to be in someone's basement saying like, yo, you know, I need gas money. And people just saying, yo, you know, God told me to sow this into your life. Like it's so many things, yeah. but it's like, we're scared to walk in our purpose. I think we're scared of faith. Yeah, I think we're scared of faith. Like faith is like to have faith. Honestly, I'm the walking, the living faith. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm the epitome of what faith means. Like I speak shit into existence and they happen. It might not happen exactly on time, but they happen. You know right. what I'm saying? So I think we're scared of like the leap of faith. Like we on the edge all the time. Right. We're on the edge. And, and faith is uh, faith is knowing that you got the parachute. Mm hmm you can't see it you can't feel it you know you know what i'm saying um and it's like that i mean if you've been bungee jumping i haven't but i just assume like it's just like hopefully that cord catch you you know what i'm saying and i think that we one thing i would never do <laughs> right because i'm not i won't bungee jump i'll skydive like if i gotta depend on something i'm depend on <laughs> the wind and fuck um but not a string uh and i think that i think that faith is is the 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 the, the thing that we just like 
we just we just lose sight of we lose sight of the the ability to just you know walk through life in our in our purpose or truly finding our purpose or just listening to that inner voice that we have like I'm one to say that I truly always listen to the person that's inside my head telling me quit your job quit your job Mm -hmm. quit your job quit your job or or move or you know listen to your body your body says you know chill or um or go or like you know like you should just listen to yourself because that voice within um that's the faith that's the faith because that that piece of you the conscious the the god the whatever you believe in that piece of you resonates so much with your purpose that you go you're truly going to walk in 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 your in your purpose in life and yeah and i think that i think we just get so lost in not knowing um what what that means which is weird because you know every we're on this self-care self-love kick right Mm -hmm. and everybody is preaching everybody's talking about affirmations and intentions and manifestations yeah it's literally the same thing like the (laughs) biblical definition of faith is um one of my favorite scriptures hebrews 11 and 1 it says faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen Mm -hmm. and then you think about what is a manifestation Mm -hmm. what is an affirmation it's Mm -hmm. literally the same thing right so it's like we we say it Mm -hmm. but at what point are you going to convince yourselves like i can do this i'm going to do this i think it's then that goes to self-doubt so then you with faith is doubt right right and you can't have, you can't have both. You can't have well. Technically, now you can. Like mm-hmm. you, we live. We ne- we're ne- nor evil or saint, right? Mm-hmm. So we're we're the people that stray in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. So I think with you can have some ounce of faith, but also have some ounce of doubt, and it's it's really just overcoming the doubt. Yeah, and um and like truly stepping on faith, and I think that's that is so much uh, easier said than done. Like people, it, you know, how long it took you like in the industry, five years, like working for the man, you know, then four plus years being in college, then, you know, living under your mama's roof for 18 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, how long does it take you to truly like if you don't have the support, if you don't truly know what faith is and you only see doubt because it's comfortable to have a blanket at night, Mm -hmm. it's comfortable Mm -hmm. to to get a check every other every two weeks yeah. you know what i'm saying like every listen almost the days i don't get paid i think about everything <laughs> I think about that every two weeks check she <laughs> hey i don't know what that shit is like i don't know i don't know what that life is like anymore you know what i'm saying yeah. so i think that i think we have to truly truly define what the stepping out on faith really means to us and mm-hmm. and through that is your manifestation because yeah. it's cool and it's a buzzword to have self-care and self-love and and to manifest and to do affirmations and all this other shit and you really feel like you're doing good but you're still going to your nine to five but you feel like you're doing mm-hmm. better and then when it's time and you know it's time to leave the job you don't because you're you doubt your ability to walk out on faith right now everybody i i will say this everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur everybody's role in life is not that of course because not. somebody has to be the janitor somebody is comfortable and okay with saying right. i like to make things clean someone is going to be the person that says i like to make up beds i like for people to know when they come in here they can lay down right someone says i like to be the manager of something right you know everybody has their thing yeah and so but within that thing Mm-hmm. It's still your purpose. Yeah. So even when finding a job that's a nine to five, sometimes it may just be finding a job that you want. Yeah. And acknowledging like this is what I want. I'm yeah. walking in my purpose and being in this role. Yeah. And I'm okay with what what is happening. But it's, it's somebody right now sitting in a desk that's listening to this podcast, and they're like, "Yo, I'm typing away, and I I I, I don't like my job." Mm-hmm. my manager is getting on my nerves mm-hmm. what's stopping you from finding another job mm-hmm. what's stopping you from saying i'm going to sit back and i'm going to update my resume every time i do something great i'm going to keep a, a log of like everything that i do and yeah. acknowledge myself and be okay with where i am yeah. and then say all right cool let me go and find these people and network yeah. and find somebody who's in the same role that i want to be in how did you get here what are the steps that you took like all of those things are preparing you to walk in that purpose. Right. But we just kind of fall short because of comfort. Right. And it is baffling now that I can look back 
because at the time I just knew I was irritable. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I didn't know what it was, yeah. but I just knew I was irritable. Mm-hmm. And this life that I'm walking in ain't always great. Right. It's not, but you're keeping, I keep it being positive. I, I try to acknowledge like, all right, yeah, you got some bills that are due. Yeah. But what else you doing? Yeah. You know? So it's it's definitely interesting. Um, but what I did want to do before, did you have anything else that you wanted to no. to put on? Um, so there are some books and I will um I'll put these books on the I guess on the Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Um, but they gave us some titles of some books and some podcasts to listen to mm-hmm. um at the women's conference. And so one of the books is called Man's Search for Meaning mm-hmm. and Loving, uh and the second one is Loving What Is. Those two came from uh Susie Batiste and her name is spelled S U Z Y, last name is B A T I Z, and she is the CEO of Poopery. Um so this is the, the two books that she read when she was on her sabbatical. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "It just really helped me find my purpose." Yeah. Um. And then there's two other books called "Lean In" and "Year of Yes," and these are the two books that Keisha Whaley gave. Yeah, I got "Year um, of Yes" sitting right over there. Yeah. And I I went to get "Year of Yes" when it first came out. When Shonda first put this book out, and I was like, I don't necessarily want to buy it right now. I want to just get it from the library. Yeah. And of course, in my little white town, like yeah. nobody had it. And yeah. then they ended up having it. So now I'm like, okay, do I want to go? And buy the book or do I just want to keep it? I don't know. Yeah. Um, because normally, like, when you read books like that, it's not something that you would kind of keep going back to. Yeah. Um, I think the year of yes for me, I got through a few chapters and I realized, like, I wasn't in the place for that right. book. Like, yeah. you – and, of, of course, it resonated with Keisha. Like, mm-hmm. what she's doing, like, you know, she may have been saying no a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's what the purpose of the book was like. Shonda was pulled in different directions and she started saying no. Well, she always said no to everything. Mm-hmm. and she found a way to say yes and she she made a point to say yes to everything mm-hmm. um and it, it's it's a good read it's just like i'm not in that place yet right. like so i have the book i'm just waiting to be there right. and to see how she came out of that right and I, and and even speaking on that i say no a lot right now right and i'm okay with saying no because i know what my my mission is yeah and i know that I can't say yes to things that don't sit with me. Right. And your gifts take you somewhere, but mm-hmm. your character has to be able to sustain you. Yeah. And if I say yes to something that I know doesn't work with my brand, it doesn't work with me as a person, then I'm going to feel compromised. Yeah. So there's been a lot of things that have been great monetary wise. And even with jobs, like people recognize that too. Just because a job is going to pay you a few thousand more, if it's going to do something that you're like, I'm compromising time with my family. Yeah. um, Like you have to have something that you stick with. Um, And that's one of the things that I can say found how I found my last job. Um, I wanted something where I had a flexible schedule still off on the weekends. Mm -hmm. um, But I ended up driving further out. Because right. I was driving further out, I was no longer able to be at Ryan's school when she had different events. That was the first time. And that was soul crushing yeah. because I'm like, I pride myself on being at everything that she mm-hmm. has. Mm-hmm. And I was like, never again. Right. I would never do that again. Right. Um, and so then two other podcasts that they mentioned is Oprah's Soulful Conversations mm-hmm. and How They Became Millionaires. Um, and I'm throwing in Jesus and Jalof mm-hmm. because that's a funny way, but it's still the, the same thought process. Um, I started listening to the Oprah Soulful Conversations or Soul Food Conversations. I don't know. It's Oprah something. Yeah. Um, and those are good. Those are yeah. good. Like there's short clippings um, of the taping that she does. Yeah. But the one that I ended up listening to was Ayana Van Zandt, You Matter, mm-hmm. blew me out the water. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, it resonated with so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that may help you with now you feeling like you are being pulled in a lot of different directions. Like mm-hmm. I said, you were on my mind and on my heart heavy um, because I knew. And I seeing you there on Wednesday, yeah. you were not happy. No, I didn't want to be there. No. Yeah. It's well, sharp. and then when I was there, I didn't, there was not like, it wasn't nothing like that, that whole, the whole fucking hour and a half I was there, it was bullshit. Like the, well, I'm not saying it was bullshit. They were talking about cybersecurity. I don't give right. a fuck about that. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it, it was actually nice to see black women doing great things in that industry, but I'm like, 
I could be doing something else, which right. I had set yeah. out to do. Yeah, that one wasn't one that I wanted. Um, but they ended up changing up the whole schedule, and I was like, <laughs> I got a good seat, and I ain't moving. Right. Um. Um. Uh. But I do have that the other book that I read this year, and I'm working on. Damn, I don't know where it's at. Um. Uh. Donald Miller's uh, a thousand a million miles in a thousand years. Mm-hmm. It helped me truly uh figure out where not where purpose lies but um the master of storytelling in your life Mm. and and is and what what we're doing like it opened my eyes a lot um and I think that if you read it because he also it also goes what hand in hand with marketing so storytelling and marketing but storytelling in your life and like Mm -hmm. like um the the affirmations and the purpose because to find the passion is to tell your own story like what are you leaving behind Mm -hmm. you know we we all truly honestly we we should all try to attain the life of nipsey within our community like if we can if we can resonate not as a mass but but in our community be that be that type of uh, role model right. you know be that gift be, be the gift to women in skincare be the gift to women in light like um I think that's what that's what the storytelling of of that book is and it, it helped it helped a lot like I, I really that was my first book I read this year and mm-hmm. I'm on to another book that I'm 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 about to pull up for y'all yeah one of <laughs> one of my uh favorite books is The Alchemist and the alchemist is it's on my bookshelf. Yes. <laughs> the alchemist is a book that it doesn't matter how many times you read it, you will find something new each and every time. And it just talks about what you're searching for is within you that entire time and stop debating and stop attempting to find it elsewhere. Like you have to start with you first and then you move forward. Um, so that one has been just one of my favorite books that I'll definitely recommend to people right. a lot. Well, you um, read The Alchemist more than once? Yes. Mm-hmm. I've read it more than one time. Really? Yeah. I haven't re- even read it once yet. Yeah, it's, it's a great book. Um, Goodreads is an right. app that I use, and it kept me on track because you kind of put in, like, I, I want to re- read X amount of books. And then you ha- can find them. Yeah. And then you say, like, I want to read this. Like, mm-hmm. this is on my shelf. This yeah. is what I'm reading now. Yeah. And it just amazed me mm-hmm. on the things that I've read, especially even just last year. Like, I was, I'm still on, like, I love self self-help and self-care books but you really have to be in the space right. and the the mindset to read it right. and to accept what's going on because right. if not it's just not gonna make sense right um well the alchemist is on my i'm looking at my bookshelf right now uh the bible i have like three different versions of the bible uh i have a competitor's bible i have a <laughs> i have like one of those king james versions and mm-hmm. i have one of those uh new testament mm-hmm. um Oh, I see another one. God, why do I have so many Bibles up there? Y'all. Anyways, um, yes. I also have, I'm reading right now, Succeeding Against the Odds, um, which is uh, John H. Johnson. Do you know who he is? Uh-uh. Owned Ebony. Oh, okay. And the Skincare Supreme. Um, so, so I think Supreme Beauty or some shit like mm-hmm. that. Um, but my partner recommended he said this is our bible and it's so crazy because so he um he was born and raised in arkansas and moved to chicago and from there like he just surrounded himself like he wasn't talent i don't want to say he wasn't talented but he became the most wealthiest man uh not just black man one of the Mm -hmm. most wealthiest men in that time period um and just owning all of these different entities uh which is just crazy and just to hear his story of how he went from like real muds like living to Mm -hmm. to being to having a driver you know what i'm saying living on the 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 good part of chicago (laughs) um uh i think it just resonates well it reads well it's not Mm -hmm. as difficult as i thought it was gonna be it's a thick-ass book but um i'm (laughs) Uh, but it's about uh, a black man who i don't know if you know that photo so it's one of the most one of an an iconic photo that's with michael jackson um jesse jackson uh not jesse not well jesse jackson does michael have a brother named jesse jermaine no jesse jackson Okay, he does not have a brother named Jesse. I know, but I just okay. was hoping that oh. he didn't have a brother named <laughs> I was just talking about, because Je- I didn't want to like be like, oh, that was his cousin yeah. that was in the photo. No, it was Jesse Jackson. It was 
not Don King. I don't know who's the other person on the left, but um, John H. Johnson was in the photo as well. And my partner, he has the picture up in our office. But it's it's a very iconic photo. I've seen it a few times in, you know, museums and shit. Uh, just because there's so many influential people in one photo. Um, and and it, it's, it's just a good read for an entrepreneur who's black, who... You know, you don't come from the best things, but, you know, in life and society right now, um, you're trying to get it the best way you know how. And to have somebody show a roadmap when, you know, they're going through segregation and, yeah, that photo right there. um, that You know, that he's going through all the civil rights and all of this shit, but he becomes the most wealthiest man Mm -hmm. in, you know, in in the United States, in the world, essentially. So, yeah. Like, how does this black man do this, right? How can I? How can I do this? So, um, that's what I'm. That's what I'm on. I'm really on some, some, some other type of shit. But Mia, got anything planned this week? Yeah. So I will be at um, ca- uh, captured lofty spaces. Captured lofty spaces. Yes. Yeah, so this is on April fourteenth. It's mm-hmm. from one to six. Mm-hmm. Um. So there is going to be music, food, and different vendors. Um, and it's, um, is this a co-working space? It's possible. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm really not sure. Someone told me about the event and uh, I was like, cool, I'm gonna apply for it. Okay. Um, and I did. Okay. So, but it's a pop-up shop. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I will be there. That is on April 14th, mm-hmm. um, from one to six. Okay. And I am going to be doing events basically once a week. Okay. Um, because I'm like, that's definitely going to help me. Let's see. Do I have anything get, else? Get some sales and shit. Yeah. And just get out there, get known. Right. Um, what's some other things that I have going on? Uh, that's really it about this week. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that there's anything else. I, oh, I'm going to be celebrating again. Happy birthday, Jazz. Um, I really, really appreciate you. Speaking of Jazz, also um, Kim's fiance, Jazz. Yo. I know that we talked on Instagram about you doing your uh, your doctorate information, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know that we still got your back. Um, so she is doing her dissertation mm-hmm. and she was wanting to do it on one topic and she was got super frustrated because they told her that she couldn't. Um, right. So now we are definitely rooting for you um, right. and wanting for you to make sure that, you know, whatever it is that you do, right. um, we are behind you 100 percent. Get focused, eat all the junk food that you want to, but get that, then get, that get doctor, back, girl. get back into your space. Um, so we're definitely proud of you. Right. Um, but yeah, just highlighting if you all have any black women entrepreneurs, definitely let us know. All right. Def- definitely let us know. What do you have going on this week, Dee? I have nothing going on. Okay. I'm not gonna be anywhere. I don't think. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Every day is something <laughs> new, and changes. I just don't want to just like say I'm doing something. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think I'm doing anything. Okay. Um, but working. This is the fuck I need to do. Work. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, where can they find you? You can find your girl at it's underscore d woods um, on Instagram and everywhere else. Uh, you can definitely send in a sister to sister letter or a sister to sister recommendation mm-hmm. at. Uh, the Taurus Sisters Podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can find us together at mm-hmm. the Taurus Sisters yes. on Instagram. Um, and that's where we're at. Uh, and then Mia, you could find her at Brown Girl Dope Skin. Right. Um, and then you can also follow my business page, Zen Skin Co. Right. And uh, y'all go ahead, get some new product. You got some new product coming? Uh, yes. Oh, you got some more new products? I do have some more new products coming along. Mm-hmm. Um, yo, I am tired i bet you are i am but um i'm trying to just like build out these different collections and uh-huh. getting back into like the whole skincare thing and i will tell you i'm scared like okay. i'm legit scared and i'm holding myself back on uh-huh. some things because okay. i'm like the liability and all these different things but i'm like yo just do it okay just do it because people gonna they gonna mess with it anyway so just do it and then get all the legal stuff done later <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's really just kind of what I'm focused on right yeah. now. So, um, so yeah, but that's it. We appreciate y'all right, for right. rocking, rocking with us. And I hope that you definitely got some, um, some insight on following, falling into your purpose and your, your higher calling. Um, because again, there's a shift that's happening y'all. Um, and we're here for it and I'm going to get back to my 35 day challenge. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> as we should all get back to our challenges. <laughs> all right. That's good. That goes for all the people that's fucked up this weekend. All right. All right Peace so. out, y'all. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye.